I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here on this beautiful Friday morning, final episode of the week, and then we get to head into a loaded weekend of games. But this podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate, and we cap things off with our daily betting card. Now, how could it not be a great morning as Canada won the World Juniors last night 3-2, to two, in overtime, big result for them. 2-0 in the third period. <laughs> they give back a, cup, a couple goals to the Czech Republic. Shout out to them for the great tournament that they had as a whole, including beating Canada early in the tournament. But Canada, they pick up the result in overtime and win the World Juniors back-to-back. But let's talk about our sponsors over at Bet99, which is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and EPL. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and the mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free, with a number of well-known methods available to use, so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com today to make an account. Use code SHOOTERSON at sign up. And please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. And if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. We've also got the Saskatchewan number down there in the ticker, 1-800-306-6789. Uh, We want to make sure that everyone locally here has that number as well, as that's the most important thing. Have some fun with your gambling. Just don't let it control your life. So why are we in such a good mood this morning? Well, we got a recap yesterday with our 4-1 betting day. Now, we also had our, we'll start with our PGA plays because those are obviously tournament long. But we got Colin Morikawa. He's tied for first after the opening day, and Victor Hovland is tied for eighth. Both of those were top 10 plays at plus 124. So we're super excited to see them get out of the gate strong. Now, other results from yesterday. Manchester City, they pick up the one to nothing win over Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Very easily could have been a multi-goal win. Uh, Mares was the lone goal scorer there, thanks to a nice pass from Grealish across the box. But Chelsea just looked lost at times. I don't think the final score truly shows how dominant Manchester City were for the majority of the game. A couple Chelsea chances here and there. Then you had the New York Rangers, the big money line win over Montreal in regulation, 4-1. to one. Halak only needed to make 17 saves in that win. You got the Flyers, 6-2 to two home win over Arizona. Six different goal scorers, and Carter Hart only needed 21 saves to pick up the win there. Now, our lone whiff of the night had to be UAB and Florida Atlantic. 
we're expecting when you match two teams that are great up against each other that score a lot but play good defense that the defense would win out but it was offense on the night under 149 and a half missed big time 88 to 86 was the final there but we did blow past the over on the navy and colgate game 87 to 73 was the final there was a relatively sweat free bet and that was pretty much the theme of the night not a lot of close games but overall very happy to get back on track with a four in one day to start out the new year now a couple of other things that we wanted to touch on the early nba all-star votes are in uh let's talk about who the current starters would be if it was up to the fans in the west the backcourt would be steph and luka Doncic. can't really disagree with either of those although steph has missed a decent amount of time that being said the guy in third john morant has also missed a little bit of time himself so i think the fans have got it right so far with that backcourt steph's always going to start as well uh as long as the fans have their say braun luka or Braun, Jokic, and Anthony Davis are the front court as of now. Now, I think Davis shouldn't be in there, especially since he's going to miss the next month. And I think you'll see uh, he'll miss too much time and ultimately won't be voted a starter. He may be an all-star, just not a starter. But I think Zion should have made it in over AD. He's also going to miss a little bit of time here right away. Eastern Conference, you've got Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell. That was a relatively easy one. You got James Harden in third and Jalen Brown in fourth. Those two guys should be all-stars. I just think they have the starters right as of today. And then Giannis, KD, and Embiid with Jason Tatum in fourth. I think Tatum, he's one of the leading MVP candidates. He's at the very least got to be ahead of Kevin Durant, possibly Joel Embiid as well. Um, but I think I think when it comes to the coaches and the media, they're going to get that right and that Tatum will be a starter at the end of the day as long as he stays healthy over the next month. And then one that was... It comes a bit of a surprise just because you don't see it that often in college basketball, but Chris Beard was fired from Texas due to a scandal. And you can't even really call it a scandal because it was a domestic assault charge from last month. And it was the right decision made by Texas, a decision that you don't see made uh, all too often. But if we're going to talk about some things are bigger than the game, we, we've seen that with uh, the Hamlin incident uh, in football a couple days ago. You see it all the time with with other scandals. Uh I think that you got to stay consistent and they got it right today. Uh, Chris Beard gets paid a lot of money, shapes young minds. He should be held accountable, especially when you make all those millions. You, you have to be an upstanding uh, employee at the end of the day. And he has not been. Um, if others lose their job because of things like this, then Chris Beard should as well. And so he's one heck of a basketball coach, but he needs to sort things out in his personal life before teams should be hiring him again. So Good decision by Texas basketball. Hurts them given this is a very good team this year, uh, but the right decision nonetheless. So let's head over and talk about the January 6th slate of games with our daily game slate. But before we do, let's play the video. All right, so let's talk about FA Cup first. Uh, one FA Cup game today, that being Manchester United at minus 250 versus Everton. Now, after Ever how Everton looked midweek against Brighton, 4-1 to one, they lost that game on the road. I love the United spread here today. I think a lot of people will be in on United. If you want a, a, a very juiced parlay piece, you could probably just take the straight-up money line. Minus one, you can get at minus 167, so that might be a little bit better of a parlay piece for you. But 
minus one and a half at plus 110. I get scared when you get into these multi-goal spreads with United because they typically score one or two goals. I just think Everton are in shambles right now. I think they're going to end up firing their manager at some point this year. If not, they are in the relegation zone. And the FA Cup for United, this is one of the lone trophies that they could win this year. And so I think they're going to be going all in on this game today. So give me United. Basically, any bet that you have on United today, it is my team. And and I tend to try and fade my teams, but I do feel good about this one today. NBA slate. We got 11 games happening tonight, but only three worth betting. And here's why. Chicago and Philly. I would lean Philly at home, but it looks like Embiid's going to be out tonight. So I really hate that number. Brooklyn and New Orleans. The Pelicans are really banged up. No Ingram, no Zion. But Brooklyn finally picked up that first loss. And so going on the road and being four and a half point favorites, I just don't love that spot. Detroit and and the Spurs, both of them are are in tank mode right now. Uh, Detroit is coming off that big win over Golden State. So I would lean them, but being on the road, I can't take either of these sides. uh, And I don't want to be on the losing side of either. Charlotte, Milwaukee, I hate double digit spreads, but I think this one's going to change quite a bit because as of now, there's no Chris Middleton, but Giannis and Drew Holiday are game time decisions. If they decide to sit them tonight for rest, that line's going to plummet down to probably around the minus six and a half line for Milwaukee at home. So I'm staying away. Clippers in Minnesota, the number just doesn't make sense to me right now. Why Minnesota was five and a half point favorites, especially since it looks like Kawhi and Paul George are both going to play. So I just don't love it. I guess the Clippers on a back-to-back. Cleveland and Denver. Denver also on a back-to-back, and they blew them out last night. So um, top three team in the East, top team in the West. I really just hate this spot as a whole. Miami and Phoenix. Miami's at full strength. No booker for Phoenix, but this line's still hovering around almost to pick them. So I just think it's a bad line. And then Atlanta and the Lakers. LeBron and Russ are both game-time decisions. If they don't go, I would lean Atlanta, but I think that also means that that line would move significantly as the Hawks right now are minus one and a half. So the three plays that I do like tonight, we got Portland and Indiana. Indiana right now minus one and a half with the over-under. It started at 231 and a half, now it's 233. Indiana's won six of 10 games. They're also 13 and seven at home this year, whereas Portland, they're about a 500 road team just below it and lost six of their last 10. Portland has won seven of the last 10 head-to-head games, but I think Indiana's in a better spot here tonight. They're playing better basketball. They're a good home team, so I would definitely ride with Indiana. Even if you're just taking the money line straight up, just cut out the minus one and a half out of the equation. It's not worth it in in case it is a one-point game. And at minus 125, I think you got some great value there. The Knicks and Raptors are going tonight as well. Toronto is minus three and a half. 219 and a half is where that over underline was yesterday. Now it's down to 218 and a half. I actually kind of like the Knicks tonight, and they're 13 and 6 against the spread on the road. Uh, Toronto, they're 10 and 10 at home, and they've only won three of their last 10 games. Let's face it, they looked terrible against Milwaukee for 46 minutes, and then they were able to come back, go to overtime, and then they were terrible in overtime. Now, Toronto head to head with the Knicks. Um, I would like to call this like an upset but I, I think the Knicks are in a pretty good spot here so uh give me the Knicks uh plus three and a half right now Wizards and OKC OKC's minus one and a half tonight 232 and a half is where that over underline was yesterday and it is today as well Washington have won six of their last 10 games 
They're also five and three against the spread in their last eight row games. So that's a little bit concerning. That being said, OKC, they are a cover machine. They've won eight or five of their last eight road games, and they've covered a lot of those as well. Now, if we're talking head to head, the Wizards have won four of the last five games, but OKC's also covered four of the last five. So I'm going to go with OKC at home today. Uh, it won't be an official show play. It definitely is a lean, though. I think if you're looking for a team coming off probably their best output of the year uh, just a couple days ago, I really like that spot, even though they know showed against Orlando the night after. Now, NHL, we got six games happening, three to bet on. The three to stay away from, Panthers and Detroit, only seven of the last 20 games combined have been won, and they're about 500 on the over-under in their last 10, each of them, so staying away there, and it's also a personal play for Detroit to, to stay out of that one. Arizona and Chicago, I see people back in Arizona on a back-to-back, but they they lost 6-2 to to Philly, and then you're playing Chicago, who have won just one of their last 10. I think it's a really gross spot, so I stayed away. And then similar to that, San Jose and Anaheim, two awful teams. They've been pretty average recently, and so I don't know which side I want to take there, so I'm avoiding it altogether. Nashville and Washington. Washington's minus 155. Now, Nashville's won four of their last 10. Washington's won seven of their last 10. And they're also 4-1-2 at home over that stretch. What I looked at in the head-to-head, though, was that Nashville's won seven of the last 10, uh, but Washington have won three straight. So I think if I'm taking anything tonight, it would be Washington maybe as a parlay piece. If you wanted to throw that with that menu money line and just do that as a little bit of a teaser, I like that spot, but that would be the only value in that game. Tampa Bay's minus 135 versus Winnipeg. These teams have won 13 of their last 20 games. However, they have gone under in 17 of their last 20 overall, and in fact, the Jets have gone under in 10 straight games. Head-to-head, though, there's been a ton of goals recently, so that's where it gets a little bit confusing. The last two games finished 7-4, 7-4, so this is a little bit of a tougher spot. We will have an official play on it, but we do feel pretty good about it tonight. And then the Islanders and Calgary. Calgary are minus 188 right now. And both teams, they're 5-3-2 in their last 10. And they're just over 500 on the overs as well. What I did see, though, is that Calgary have won six of their last 10 head-to-head. I do think there's a lot of value here in the regulation for Calgary, especially with Markstrom going at home. They do get to go up against, I believe, the backup goalie for the Islanders is projected tonight. So I think it's a good spot against Varlamov tonight. And then college basketball-wise, there's zero ranked teams playing tonight. Only one Power 5 conference game, and it's a stinker. You've got Stanford minus 7.5 on the road versus Cal. Both teams are really bad, but they are Pac-12 teams at the end of the day, so it might be a play to check out once you've had a beer or two, as this would be a late-night wager. So let's head over and talk about our picks for today with our Last Call Pick segment Sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery, but before we do, let's play the video. All right, so Last Mountain Distillery is family-owned and operated, located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high quality handcrafted spirits their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain 
and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. They've got their holiday seasonal releases still out now, that being their famous cherry whiskey, chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor, and new local candy cane vodka. And so go and check out those great products. Love the old-fashioned as well. Might enjoy one tonight as I take in some of these games on a Friday night. But let's head over now. Close to going bankrupt early in the month, and then we had a great day yesterday. We're going to try and keep that going as well with our four plays today. And so our first play of the day has to be Manchester United, but we're going to take the first half money line at minus 115 for one and a half units. And we really didn't talk about this one when we talked about the game, but it's because Manu's been on a roll recently and they get a home FA Cup game. Everton scrambling after that midweek result. I think United's going to score early. I think they have the potential to slot home a second, maybe even a third in the second half to keep it moving in the FA Cup. So I like the first half money line for United to get out of the gate strong. They have recently, and so give me the minus 115. I think it's the best value of the day. Then, college basketball-wise, we are going to Western Michigan Broncos and Toledo Rockets, and we're going to go under 157.5 at minus 110. This is just a single-unit play because this under really hinges on West, Western Michigan for me. Um, overall, they, they average uh, defensively. They average just over 68 points per game. Um, and they score about that as well. And on the Toledo side, they're going to score 80 points tonight. So really, I just need Toledo to not score 90 for Western Michigan to average what they should on the year. And this one should hit with relative ease. Um, Western Michigan, they only give up 69 points per game. And so I just need this one to go under with one of these offenses no showing tonight on a Friday night. Hopefully, players are a little bit hungover from a thirsty Thursday. Calgary and uh, the Islanders, I'm taking the Flames in regulation at minus 125. The Islanders, they got slapped by Edmonton last night. Uh, they are on a back-to-back as well. Markstrom, as I said, he's 12-10-4 on the year. And Varlamov, I know he's the backup and he's 8-3-1, but he's still a backup at the end of the day. And Calgary, they're 11-7-2 at home this year. I think they're going to get that 12th win tonight. So give me the Flames in regulation. And then to cap it off, we're actually going to play the Lightning and Jets under six at minus 121 for two units. And how can you not? You got Vasilevsky and Hellebuck going two of the top five goalies in the league for me this year. Um, last six head-to-head games have gone over. But I just think when you're talking about 17 out of 20 games going under for them, I have to like this under tonight. I think we see three to two. We even potentially see three to one with how well these goalies are playing. And so really like this spot tonight at minus 121. It's our most confident play for two units. But head over to our social media platforms, mainly Twitter, and follow us at HedgePod. We are now verified over there. We want like live betting games throughout the day sometimes, but maybe not tonight with all the Ivy League action. But you're going to want to follow us for all of our weekend plays. We have those over on BetStamp as well. So go and check us out over there. But we appreciate everyone who tuned in this week. We're hoping to keep it rolling this weekend. As I said, follow us there. We'll have all our plays out. And we'll see you guys on Monday for the Competitive Hedge podcast.